I'm Lake Miller. And I'm Emma Scoville. Welcome to Gem City Diversity, a podcast where we talk about diversity and inclusion in the Dayton area. We are from the National Conference for Community and Justice of Greater Dayton, or NCCJ. NCCJ works in the Miami Valley to increase understanding around the topics of diversity and inclusion. So this is our third episode in our diversity and inclusion series. Last time, hopefully you joined us and learned a little bit about how to educate yourselves and the ones around you. Um, And before that, you hopefully learned a little bit about our introduction to diversity Mm -hmm. and inclusion and why it's important, as well as our talk on equity. So today, we are diving into questioning our biases, which I think is a really important issue in diversity and inclusion. I also think it can be very uncomfortable as well because no one likes to think that they are biased or prejudiced or anything like that. Yeah. So I want to start out by by just putting it out there. We are all biased people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone's got bias. Admit it. Raise if you raise your hand right now when you're <laughs> driving down the road and admit that you're you have some bias and that is okay. So as we go through today, um And beyond this episode, I think hopefully you start to think about those biases that you may have, take some action on them, um, and really evaluate where those biases came from. So can we start with a definition? For sure. Let's start with a definition. Okay. So bias is defined as prejudice in favor of or against one thing, person, or group compared with another, usually in a way considered to be unfair. So to put it out there, generally bias, um, I mean, in, in a literal sense, can refer to I'm biased towards something or I'm biased against something. Mm-hmm. So personally, like I have a bias towards Oreo cookies, like Oreo brand over mm-hmm. the generic, Yeah. right? Like that's a positive bias. For the matter of this podcast, though, we're going to talk about biases in a negative sense, mm-hmm. a bias against a person, a group of people, an identity. Um So be aware of that as we go through the podcast. So I always like to think of biases as a preconceived idea about a group of people. Um, So just because you are a person of color, you are this. You have this identity, right? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. You have this identity, so my bias is this. Yeah, and a lot of, um, if you think about stereotypes, bias bias, plays a role into that so our stereotypes kind of build them right so they're all interconnected these these kind of issues here and they're really unconscious a lot Mm -hmm. of these biases you don't realize you're even doing it for sure so we're socialized into a society that has these different opinions norms stuff like that and the norm in our society is the white christian male and so when Mm -hmm. you don't fit into that there's like anybody who doesn't fit into that is being affected by bias against them due to this kind of cultural norm. Right. So when we meet a new person, there's kind of a a thing that happens and you don't really even realize you're doing it. So if I'm just meeting somebody for the first time, I look them from head to toe and in like a millisecond without even knowing it, I've probably determined some sort of judgment on that person, Mm -hmm. whether it may that person looks friendly that person looks like a criminal, that person looks like whatever, right? Like fill in the blank. Um, we've made some sort of determination about that person, probably made up some sort of story in our mind. Mm-hmm. We don't even know that we're doing it. And to me, one of the first biases or the, one of the first judgments we're probably making on somebody is, is that person safe? Yes or no? 
right? Sure. So right off the bat, we are making those judgments. Um, and in NCCJ and in like this field in diversity, we often talk about defer judgment. So I met somebody or I see somebody and I'm going to wait to make any sort of judgment on them until I know their story. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna decide if I like Emma or not until I've learned a little bit about Emma. For sure, we it's kind of like going back to first impressions, like they're not always right, so let's not rely on them so much and learn more about this person before we judge them. Right, so me and Emma had a great conversation before this started. Unfortunately, the mics were not rolling, <laughs> um, but we talked a little bit about where those biases come from. So biases come from all over. You know, we've talked a lot throughout a lot of our episodes about media. Mm -hmm. um, media to me is probably one of the biggest places we get our biases. For sure. I mean, most of the media we see is centered around the white household, the married, 2.5 children, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So everything we've learned has come from there. The other place has to do with our families. Yeah. So if my family, for example, this is not the situation, but if my family were racist, for example, and they always told me that don't trust a black person or something like that, mm -hmm. right? Whatever the example was, probably I'm going to have that bias in my life. For sure. Family's one of the biggest agents of socialization for anybody. Right. And if I see that same thing perpetuated in the news, that this sort of group behaves this sort of way, if I see the same thing in TV shows, mm -hmm. in newspapers, if I hear it from my friends, all of a sudden that becomes ingrained in who I am as a person. And I feel like that just made me think about gangs and stuff like that. Like, oh, I, I'm gonna see all this news about, like I'm from Chicago, so you're like, oh, the Chicago gangs. And so then you see people and you say, oh, they're unsafe. They're probably part of a gang when that's mm -hmm. not what's going on. Right, yeah, so we wanna question these. And when we meet somebody, we want to all of a sudden take that implicit bias, that unconscious bias mm -hmm. and make it conscious. Right. So while we can't probably stop ourselves from having that feeling, from that gut thing coming up, we can probably say, why? Why did I think that about that person? I think the first step is recognizing it because I know I've caught myself thinking something and say, wait, no, this is just a bias. This isn't true. And then trying to correct it from there. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I think that helps is meeting people. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk pretty much every episode about the importance of like going out and experiencing new things. But if I am told in my family that um, a person who's LGBTQ is a certain way, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I meet a person who's LGBTQ and I'm like, wow, you are none of those things. That starts to change that narrative in my right. head. My, that LGBTQ person goes from being this way in my implicit biases in my brain to no, that's not true because I know Stacy and Stacy is not X, Y, or Z. Exactly. They say experience is the number one thing that changes how you view a group of people. And that's also true for politics and stuff like that. That's why people change. So to me, as we're going through this one, again, very much connected to educating ourselves mm -hmm. that we've talked about in the past. Um, but the big thing here is acknowledging the bias, acknowledging where that bias came from. And you right. can even literally explore like, okay, I feel this way about this group. Why might that be? Who has said these things in the past? Have mm -hmm. I noticed characters on shows that relate that certain right. way? Um, you know, it's tied directly into stereotypes. So saying, if I feel this way about people of this culture, 
you know, is there a stereotype? Is there mm -hmm. whatever who has been perpetuating that? Acknowledging where it came from, acknowledging that it's probably not always the case, and moving forward from there. I also think it's important to realize how you might be biased against yourself and be if you are part of one of these minority groups. So, for example, I had a conversation with a friend, and I said, I think I'm being a bad friend. And she said, why do you feel that way? I said, well, I knew my friend wasn't doing so well and we came back and I asked if anything was wrong and she said no and it was really late at night and I asked a couple times and I said you normally act this way when you don't feel well do you want to talk about it? she said no and then I went to bed my friend said well if the two of you were guys would you think the same thing had happened and I said I don't know because I asked if anything was wrong and my friend said they didn't want to talk and it was really late at night I don't know if I would have thought I had been a bad friend in that situation mm-hmm yeah. So an example for me, I also work in the schooling system in Springfield City Schools. And I think that's an area, too, where a lot of biases can be can be used. So, mm -hmm. for example, I constantly have students coming in. I have visitors coming into schools. I have parents coming into schools. And oftentimes I've heard, oh, that person is such and such. Well, how do you know? Right. Like, how do you know that that person does X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. Well, look at them, right? That might be one of the answers. And, you know, I hear that all the time. I hear that in my job. I hear that in my personal life. Um, and I think that all that just keeps going back to, have you talked to them? Are you sure that that's mm -hmm. true? Because unless you've heard from that person, you have no idea what their identity might be. You have mm -hmm. no idea if they are a violent person, a nice person, a funny person, a mean person, a happy person. Um, and we want to give them the chance to be who they are. We don't want to make a decision that before I even talk to Emma for mm -hmm. the first time, that Emma is X, Y, or Z, right? Um, because we're missing out on opportunities. We're missing out on someone who could be a friend. We're missing out on somebody who really could make us laugh or really could turn our day mm -hmm. around. And, and perhaps sometimes your biases are right. Right. Like maybe I saw someone who looked like they might be mean and maybe they were mean or maybe they looked mean because they were having a bad day mm -hmm. and they're actually really a nice person and they just needed someone to come over and talk to them. Um, so we want to question our biases. We want to we want to figure out where our biases came from. We want to act against our biases and take a chance to meet someone new, to learn something new, to talk to somebody for the first time and to give somebody a chance to be who they are and and really show us that biases are not always true. Mm -hmm. No one likes to be put in a box and constrained, so let's not do that. So the last thing I want to close with is, you know, we talked about biases with ourselves, and I think it's important when talking about biases to acknowledge the effect that they have on somebody else as well, mm -hmm. right? Because people notice. Like, people are always noticing what's going on around them. So perhaps I notice if somebody comes up to me and already thinks that I'm going to snap on them. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I notice if somebody comes up to me and thinks that I am going to steal something because I look a certain way. Or for for women, it's they look at you and you're not capable. Right, yeah. So there's all of these examples. So think of the way, too, that not only your biases may make you miss something, or um, but think about the effects that your biases have on the people around you. Hi, everybody. Right now, you were supposed to be hearing from Lake about how we were going to talk about 
advancing social justice on the next episode. Unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, that is not going to be happening. And this will be the last episode until after the coronavirus is done and we're done with social distancing, which is super important. So make sure everybody's staying home so you can keep people healthy and safe. But um, due to that, we're not going to be able to have any more episodes because I have had to go home from school and NCCJ is also working from home. So we're not able to record anything else together. Um, That being said, this will be my last episode because of being forced to go home. It's been a pleasure informing you guys and teaching and just had a great time on this podcast, but it's time for me to say goodbye. I hope you guys tune in to the next season with Lake and a new co-host. I know I will, and I wish you all the best. Thank you for tuning in to Gem City Diversity. Make sure to come back next time as we dive into our next topic. For more information on NCCJ and diversity within the Miami Valley, go visit www.nccjgreaterdayton.org. Make sure to like NCCJ of Greater Dayton on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at nccj underscore of underscore greater underscore Dayton. And follow us on Twitter at nccjdayton. I'm Emma Scoville, and I was joined today by my co-host, Lake Miller, and we'll see you next time.